Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the trueandthefictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. I have brought what you asked for. Igor, Igor, quickly, come. Yes, perfect. They all mocked me. In the Science Institute, they laughed when I said I couldn't create a series based on werewolves with romances. They all said that's a genre for females, but no, I've done it. A pinch of the supernatural. With a dash of romance. Yes, 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 quite good. Igor, what did you bring me? What did you bring me in the choice of female names? I have brought you this one, Master. Perfect. Holly. Every guy knows Holly is the name of all attractive women. I have done it. Now, quickly! Before our work can be discovered, throw the switch, Igor! Throw the switch! It's alive! It's alive! Rise! The Rising Dawn series, written by Rebecca Castles, available on Amazon and proudly sponsoring stories, the true and the fictional. I am your humble host, Chris. Welcome to another episode, brought to you, of course, by Rebecca Castells, the Rising Dawn series, available now on Amazon. I am, of course, joined again by a swath of illustrious guests. You know the first one. He needs no introduction. Five-time serial killer of the year, Ryan S. Haig. How are you, sir? Oh, look, you know, I'd like to thank my friends, family and victims to, uh, to allow me to uh, take the right, take the, the, the five times, you know. Okay, to, now let's, let's, let's go that. through some, let's go through some just numbers here, here. Okay. 84 potential victims, alleged, of course, 12 continents, mm-hmm. 47 arrest warrants, three mm-hmm. pictures that look somewhat like you, some are just completely off. Number three on the FBI's most wanted, but we all know that's a very political list. Unless you're a Trump, you're not going to get number one. We get, exactly. we, we understand that. How is retirement faring for you, sir? Um, yeah, retirement is fantastic. Um, I've got a lot more time on my hands. Of course. Um, I plan on taking a trip to Cambodia soon. I hear the, um, mm-hmm. the locals are very tasty. I mean, friendly. Friend, friendly and, um, locals, absolutely. Yeah, so... Now, 
you're obviously here to enjoy this podcast, but you're also here to promote. And let me just read the read the uh, read the tagline you give me: Camp Paradise, the camp for sexy teens. Come and enjoy with your friends and forget about your troubles. It sounds like a wonderful time for young individuals to to truly express themselves. Now, 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 you can't pull a fast one on me. Are you aiming for number six in the Serial Killer of the Year award? Look. Are you Tom Brady-ing me? Are you coming out of retirement? Look, look, I can't say too much right now. Maybe in a couple of weeks I'll make that. But, you know, it, it really oh. does. It, it allows young people to express themselves, express themselves all over my cab to the point where I have to invest in bleach. And, you know, I, I would like to also thank my personal sponsor, Jamie's Blue Lights. Without Jamie's Blue Lights um, and Luminol, I would be probably not able to, you know, even attempt to be, you know, six-time winner. Again, you heard it here first. Ryan S. Haig potentially coming out of retirement. We will see at the stabbies. We'll see who if he's going to take home again the coveted mask serial killer of the year. I'm also joined by again, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly again, of course, all allegedly, allegedly, yeah. brought to you by Smith's Chips. Now, <laughs> chippies, <laughs> chips, so good it should be criminal. Anyway, the ads were fantastic. Of course, who doesn't like chippies? I'm also joined by renowned author, scholar, and man about town, author of a fantastic book that I think you all should pick up, an autobiography written, J.A. Bryden, entitled, Why I Like to Masturbate to Pictures of Ronald Reagan. How are you going, sir? Very well, I guess. Um, I, I feel, um, what do you say? I feel betrayed that this information was off the record, but I know you are a journalist of journalistic integrity. Integrity of the highest it, caliber. It wasn't hard, Jamie, when we found out that you were sponsored by Palmolive and Kleenex. I mean, no, it, that was the, yeah, that was the first. That was away. a dead giveaway. I don't know yeah. why they did that, because I never finish. <laughs> oh! Now... Tell me, why Ronald Reagan? Well, it's because he's 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 the perfect example of um, from Hollywood to something extreme. Like, was correct me wrong? Isn't he the first to go from like, "Hi, I'm an actor," and then suddenly, "Poof, I'm president." You are in fact correct on that measure. The thing that drew me to Ronald Reagan, uh, Ronald Reagan, Reagan. I kind of got his name right. That's how much I'm attracted to him. That's how um, excited you are, of course. Yes. Back to the future. He's like, all right, future boy, who's president of the United States? Like, Ronald I noticed, Reagan. I noticed the hand movement there while you were saying that. So, so. Ronald Reagan. You don't know idea what's going on under the table at the moment. Um, he's like, the actor? Oh, yeah, no. But, so any, anyone that is referenced in Back to the Future, I get a little bit excited. That makes complete and logical sense. That is why you love Zombieland 2 more than anything else because of its connections to Back to the Future. I I love that movie. I hate that character, but I respect that character because of where she came from. <laughs> you 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 hate a woman of, of vast intellect like Madison in that in No, that, in it's that more movie. The, it's more the accent. 
what is wrong with now? What is wrong with the Valley Girl accent? Arguably the greatest accent of all time. Yeah, I think that's a little bit uh, racist there, Jamie. Uh, exactly. What, what is wrong with the Valley Girl? Hey, I'm white. She's white. Did I have a girl's name? She has a girl's name. Did I? All on the same page. Look, honestly, Ryan, how would you feel about Friends, but with every episode having Janice? I think I'll be going for uh, six consecutive year of. Um... <laughs> That's how I feel about Valley Girl. Okay. Like to me, it just sounds like Janice. Well, I I believe you're mis you're, you're you're underscoring the siren allure of the Valley Girl. So look look, I'm immune to it. I'm sorry. Look. We'll agree to disagree on this particular topic. Again, where can people find your wonderful book? Uh, it's at ronaldreaganjerkfest.com.au. I wonder if there's a website called that. Anyway, you'll probably look it up. So Amazon not interested? <laughs> oh, no, this is exclusive to that website. You I'm, not, to, sure, you I'm not sure special... this is in Amazon's wheelhouse of, of books they like to sort of... Yeah, a signed copy. It's just a little white blob on the front page. No, well, look, 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 I've got it on two different websites. I've got four... There's actually two different titles to the name, to, to the book, because mm. I know that Amazon's more left-leaning. So I'm like, reasons I hate Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and, then, and then on, you know, I can't even think of another... Bookseller, the more private ones. Maybe, maybe I'm advertising on Donald Trump's Truth Social, and it's well, like I jerk off to Ronald Reagan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that is some absolutely sound marketing, and this is why you are one of the foremost experts and authors, conspiracy theorists, and soon-to-be wanking champion. Now. <laughs> Speaking of wanking champions... You'll never unsurp me, Jamie. You'll never unsurp me for my <laughs> title. Not only am I five times... I'm ten-time wanking champion. Oh, again. The, the ninth title, I think, was somewhat in dispute. Hey, hey. COVID didn't slow me down. We've, we've got a lot of lot in common. Um, we, we are excited about people that are dead. <laughs> You know what? I will give you a point for that retort. Well done. Sound the bell. What? Uh, that is the smartest thing I think you've said so far, Jamie, on this podcast. And you've said a lot. So that's the smartest <laughs> hey, thing. Hey, last week, I think I had a pretty good call too. I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> no, it was something about. I Hancock. think I said something amazing. I just can't remember. <laughs> no, it was the Hancock joke. Well, well, well. Reciting old humour, Jamie. That, that is so <laughs> typical of you. Live in the now, Jamie. Live in the now. Point. I was refer referencing something. I didn't, you know, just because you couldn't remember it. <sighs> Speaking of remembering. <laughs> Ryan, you mentioned a movie that you thought was quite spectacular. Um, you, you, you said you saw... Um, was it good? Um... <laughs> Yeah, he does Dallas. Well, that that that's that's a classic. But I think I think you were more referring to the Samaritan, were you not? Ah, yes, on Amazon Prime. Mm. All hail Jeff Bezos. All hail Bezos. Um, yeah, look, it came out. I think over the weekend. Um, 
I noticed it popped up on my um, on my Prime front page, and I thought, hmm, superheroes, Sylvester Stallone, why not? And I was pleasantly surprised. It was very, very intriguing. Uh, basically, he's a retired retired um, uh, meta or whatever they call them. Um, he he had a twin brother who was named Nemesis, and um, they basically fought and did lots of property damage, and people burnt down their parents' home. And yeah, basically, he just decided to, you know, live the quiet life, fixing radios and watches. And then a, a young boy gets picked on that lives, he, a young boy that works with the conspiracy theorist that thinks he knows who Samaritan is, um, gets picked on and obviously Sylvester Stallone's character then comes out of hiding and, and, and the movie goes from there. I think it's fantastic. Though. Sylvester Stallone, honestly, he plays a really grizzled, like old superhero you know, I, he, he kind of had a bit of the Clint Eastwood effect in Gran Torino for me because he just he just doesn't want to. He just wants to live his life. Mm. But people keep, you know, people keep calling for calling him out and, like, they find the graffiti art of his symbol around the city. And, yeah, I won't reveal too much more. But, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. It's something different because, you know, I know we're, we're all a bit marvelled and DC'd out, you know, from the saturation over the last 10 years. Um, but, you know, something different. It actually threw a little bit of a throwback, Jamie, reminded me of the time when I watched Hancock for the first time. Yeah. That was something different. Yeah. Not, not that the movies are similar, uh, only in the fact that they're not your usual Marvel DC superhero kind of things. It was a, it was a really, really solid film. Good twist too. And, and, I, and, I, and I love Hancock because it's also, because, you know, that movie foreshadowed Will Smith being happy with other people doing things with his wife. Now, anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Oh, shoot, I went there. Oh, damn. Anyway, um, speaking of doing things with other people's wives, Game of Thrones, <laughs> House of Dragon, episode two. I watched it again. I thought maybe episode one might have been a fluke. You know, one of those you see that kid do a quick a trick shot, then you say, how many times did you film that before that actually went in? And they yeah. went, uh, there's actually a guy holding it up and he's wearing a green suit that I edited him out. The episode started and that classic theme song started to play, the classic Game of Thrones theme song. And I realized, oh my God, this actually show might actually be good. And I watched it all and yes, it was good. This is a weird scenario now where, once again, HBO, out of probably sheer desperation, have struck and they've struck the, the successful formula again. And now, how long do you think it's going to be before the writers want to leave and end it really quickly and shittily? Well, I just said, I was just about to say when you said it was really good, and I, so I was about to say, yeah, so it was Game of Thrones season one through five. Um, I haven't watched it. I'm building it up. I'm actually going to build up. I want to try and do three episodes in a in a like just to have a block uh, because I did actually I was late to the party on Game of Thrones. I didn't join until season five, so I actually had the pleasure of binging seasons one through five, oh, which I found was quite just good. really good, especially with the story that you know it's not so episodic. It's more like one long tale. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in blocks of three, 
Um, but what I heard, apparently the first episode crashed HBO Max in the States. I can absolutely see that. Yeah. So I'm um, looking forward to it. I've heard nothing but good things, but I think I'm going to try and, yeah, do do the block. So it's solid three hours each time. That's, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I have the, the, the patience or the, to really wait that long. How do you avoid spoilers? Because they're all over the internet. Um, I, uh, I'm a wrestling fan. So I, I know ways to avoid spoilers. <laughs> I don't have enough time to watch, especially this weekend when there's like four pay-per-views that I want to watch and in a row, I, I just literally turn off Facebook. That's, I mean, that's probably the best way to avoid spoilers. Yeah. But again, takes a man of discipline. And well, uh, so, uh, I haven't watched the first episode, so I don't know what I'm missing yet. See, I think if I'd watched the first and go, oh, am I going to build it up then? Probably not. But I haven't watched the first one yet. So you haven't watched the first episode yet, eh? Nope. That's a lovely... Uh, first episode of House of Dragons there, isn't it, Ryan? <laughs> Wouldn't it be a shame if uh, someone, I don't know, uh, gave away some spoilers while you're doing a podcast and that you couldn't unhear? Be a shame to ruin that listening, uh, that listening experience. There's a house and there's a dragon. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, look, at the end of the day, if I get spoiled, I get spoiled. As I said, I'm a wrestling fan. There's been multiple times before I decided to just switch Facebook off before big events um, where I've been spoiled on returns, championship changes. If it happens, it happens. It's not going to stop me from enjoying it. All right. Well, here is something out of complete context before I move on to the next thing. Married to a small child. Anyway, <laughs> Jamie Bryan, <laughs> what have you been entertaining yourself with over this past week? I got a few things. I've been watching a lot of Last Man Standing. Obviously, um, great show. To the point where they've just recasted a character, and I'm going, I don't like this new character. She grows on you. Um, yeah, yeah. She's still not the same. After you've had, you know, you've had one character for six years, and then suddenly she's different. Completely different. Like, like a, a whole foot taller and different hair color. Um. And I didn't even like Kyle, like the character Kyle, how his hair's all neat and, you know. Oh, well, Kyle was my favorite, one of my favorite characters in that whole yeah, show. Absolutely, Kyle is no. amazing. I'm I'm very happy that they didn't recast Eve. Eve's amazing. Yeah, she she's actually gone on to do some pretty full-on horror stuff lately. Yeah, the, the actress that plays Eve, I've seen yeah. her in a couple of horror anthologies I've been watching lately. Yeah, yeah she's it's weird. Um... It's like she's. <laughs> To see her in those, yeah. you know, having, getting getting down and dirty and doing, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm also up to date with Resident Alien. That is, oh, it's getting so good. Now, now that they know they're, you know, they're getting renewed for another season, they're like, yeah. okay, we can do some in depth, drawn out stuff. I'm just one behind. I'm one behind. I didn't watch the one that came out today, but I'm yeah. up to date with everything else. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, so what is this appeal again you've mentioned this show a few times why yeah, is great this show. appeal jamie to you and why this resident alien is something one well what got me interested was alan tudyk mm-hmm. um fine actor he he makes the show but not even just that the um supporting cast is is pretty solid too yeah 
Um, the sheriff is hands down my favorite character of the whole oh, show. Yeah. He, he he's a he's a picture this. He's an African American uh, uh, sheriff who's come from Washington to a small, let's shall we say, whitely populated small town. Uh, no, no. Well, it's no because there's Native Americans as well. Yeah, so but, yeah, like yeah. He's pretty much. I don't think, and I'm not trying to pick bone, but I don't think I've seen another African American in the show. Oh yeah. But there's, he, he he makes it. He's he's a great character. There's, there's yeah, like he's fish out of water kind yeah. of like big city cop in a small town, and he gets excited yeah. when there's a murder. He's like, "We got a murder!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. at, look, it's it's a lot different from the comic, and I think that's good because essentially, like the comic is about this alien who crash lands on Earth, um, and he's been here a while, and he's just blended in. But in this TV show, he's just arrived and he's still trying to fit in and he looks human. There's And he goes on about how only so many people, um, like one, one in a million can see through his um, molecular structure because he turns into a human. Mm-hmm. And in the town, there's this little kid that can see him as an alien straight away. Oh. Like, and he's just like, ah! and he's like, what? How did this kid? And it's, you know, it's just, it is hilarious because you, you, you don't know how other people can't see he's an alien. Like just the way he's behaving. Well, his mannerisms and his behaving yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like he's very robotic. Yeah. And he uh him him learning how to like he still can't laugh properly. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. and he learned he, he learned everything he knows about uh the human race and, and police policing and being a doctor through law and order SVU yeah. and law and order, yeah. which I think is fantastic. Hey. Those are great shows. Ah, uh, they're my some of my favorite shows. Yeah. So you know, if he has to learn from someone, he's learning from the best. Yeah. Now, now, Jamie, you mentioned Alan Tudyk. Would the show be any good without him? I honestly don't don't think so because the show was modeled around him and his humor. Because yeah. they say when he auditioned, he came in, and they said, "You got the part." But now we're gonna to have to rewrite, tweak the show a lot to just fit your, <laughs> yeah, because because it's very the, it's more of a dark, serious kind of humor in the comic book. Like he's a detective. Yeah, he loves detective stuff, and he didn't. He learned to read and speak English from books. He he read, like he was big on mystery. Like so, basically, Law and Order, but if there were books, mm-hmm. um, that's that sort of stuff. But um, I honestly, I. It would depend on the actor. It would depend on the actor. What about if it was The Rock? Well, no. it, and that's coming from me. Well, it'd be a different show. But yeah. It's The Rock, so it'd probably make money. I don't see him, you know. I, do, I, I honestly think I, after seeing Alan Tudyk in the role, no. Nah. I don't think there's anyone that could do it aside from him. No. So basically what we're saying is sometimes comes along someone, you know, to a genre, to a role that just so encapsulates the role yeah. that you obviously can't replace it. Yeah. Much like Rebecca Castles has encapsulated <laughs> the paranormal, paranormal romance novels with her Rising Dawn series available now on Kindle, you can order it also on paperback if you're one of those people who enjoys reading the old-timey books. Moving along, 
I think we're going to have to increase her um, sponsorship fee the amount of times Chris is plugging the book in the podcast. <laughs> I only, I do not plug <laughs> the Rising Dawn series written by Rebecca Cassells on Kindle and available on paperback that many times. The only times that I ever mentioned the Rising Dawn series written by Rebecca Cassells, a, a friend of the show, sponsor of the show, an amazing woman, um, struggled through her life story itself is an inspiration is only when I'm really just talking about just things that relate to things about, you know, the Rising Dawn series available on Kindle written oh, by Rebecca Castles. Like when you look out the window right now to see the nice full moon? The fact that they're referring to, again, there's now a full moon. So of course my mind immediately goes to wolves, which then of course <laughs> leads me back to the heated empire of the rising dawn series is the book two obviously written, written by rebecca <laughs> castle and obviously book one you get you finally get through you know the characters you they exert, then obviously book three that you start to see the 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 the, the, the turmoil and the, and the growth of the characters i will not i only mention things only one or two times yeah and 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 um when we were, yeah. just, just before the show, uh, before, before we were recording, we were talking about all these wonderful roles that Henry Cavill could play. Um, and obviously, Henry Cavill would obviously play Damon, and then obviously... <laughs> okay, again, there it is. Because <laughs> Damon, obviously, from the Rising Dawn series, written by Rebecca Kells, available on Amazon, Kindle, paperback, if you're also, if you, if you enjoy collecting books. I mean, there's no real book fan that doesn't collect paperback books. Because, let's be honest... Who remembers to charge their Kindle? <laughs> I, 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 sure. I, I can tell you for a fact that you don't need to freaking charge your Kindle. I have my Kindle and I haven't charged it for like three months. Oh, yeah, but the one time you like want 70%. it, it's flat as shit. Like, so again, the one time you actually need it, it's, it's flat. <laughs> I forget all the time. And so when I want to obviously, you know, read about the Rising Dawn series with starring Henry Cavill, obviously starring Kat Graham as Holly, I know, and I am sorry, Rebecca Castles. I am sort of potentially race shopping your main lead female there, but I think I'm doing this. A, a well, Chris, I'd like to throw my hat, my name races. in the ring to play Holly, um, to play opposite Henry Cavill, if that's okay. Uh, I, I think I could bring a lot to the role. Um, yeah, it's a bold let's choice. Let's be defined by gender. Let's 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 let the imaginations. I mean, I mean, Henry, Henry, if you're listening, um, I think this is a project we could we could really really come together on. Would you say you could definitely sink your teeth into it? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Look, it might even stop me from becoming six-time <laughs> annual serial killer. But you would definitely become 11-time wanking champion. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that, that's exactly how I'm going to beat Jamie in, in, in retaining my wanking championship belt. I'll even get a belt made. But you know, you know who doesn't need to get a belt made? Rebecca Castle, because she wrote that amazing <laughs> series called The Rising. Okay, now, Rebecca, if you're listening, I think we're up to about $500,000 at the moment. Um, I'll take Cashy's check. Thank you. No, Jamie. Yeah. You said <laughs> you had some things to talk about that was not related to The Rising Dawn series written by oh, Rebecca yeah. Castle, available on Kindle. Well, do you want to hear about my um, interaction with a scammer this past week? I Ooh. do. It's pretty funny. So it was a red flag straight away. And I, you know, whenever there's a new kind of, when I suspect something, I Google it and see if it's happening to someone else. And it was. So basically I got a text from someone, but it was directed to someone else. Oh. And then I, and then I ignored it and they kept messaging and I said, oh, sorry, wrong number. And then they started uh, talking to me and it was some girl from the Philippines. 
Oh, from the Philippines. And then um, she goes, oh, I'm going to be in Sydney um, next month. We should catch up for coffee. And I was like going, <laughs> I was sus. And I was just like, yeah, I just play along. I just felt like. Did she say we should catch up for coffee? It's green card. I mean, coffee. No, 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 it's not that. Um, the James Veach in me came out. You know, James James Veach is, is yep, this yep. beautiful guy that um, responds to scammers. And then she said, let me contact you on my private number. Oh, my. So she's already told me your name. Her name's Tina. Oh, Tina. And then, and then she messages me with another on another number and goes, hi, let me introduce myself. My name's Vicky. And I'm like, I thought your name was Tina. And then she goes, oh, Tina, yeah. Tina's what my friends call me. How do you get Tina from Vicky? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, at this point, I'm going. It is on. You know. What did you do? Uh, <laughs> well, t- texted back and forth. I sounded like you know, made myself sound interesting. Right. Jamie, ladies and gentlemen, Jamie doesn't have much of a life. So <laughs> I really uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> I made myself sound interesting, and like, I mean, you know, she sent me like some sexy photo. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and then I was well, like, you share said photo? Uh, because it's an audio podcast. Um, oh. And um, paint yeah. me a word picture of said photo. <laughs> uh, it was it was the peace sign, and she was wearing like. Well, we um, know it's definitely a Filipino photo because they <laughs> love throwing the peace up. Yeah, yeah, it was peace, and and she was like wearing like a red, sexy red dress or something. All right, on a scale um, of one to Cat Graham, where do we where do we where do we land? Well, one to Cat Graham, five. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Fair she enough. was she was attractive, but she wasn't Cat Grant. Fair enough, um, makes sense. Yeah, and it's like she kept asking weird conversational stuff, like, "Oh, where are you, where are you from?" But it was more she wouldn't answer my questions, and then I said, "Screw it," and then I fa- face FaceTimed her. Like, I just went, "Fuck!" Call and it. that's where the Somalian <laughs> man popped up. No, on no, that that's when she had the camera in a way that I couldn't really say. Oh. Like, like, you know, like, like you know. I was going, screw it, this is, this is on. And I went back and forth. And then I think about after a day or two, out came this, the scamming part. So basically this is a scam where they make you think you're a real, like, you know, genuine person, get, gain your trust. And then mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you should invest in yada, 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 yada. I made $13,000 on gold. Yada, yada. And I'm going, oh, here we go. You know. And then, you know. So did you invest in the gold and did you make did you make money? <laughs> did you no, take no, no, no. gold making opportunities? No, I did I didn't because then, because then what happened? The tactic was that she'd do that every couple of days, and then like a couple of days ago passed, and then she'd mention the thing again, and she'd mention the thing again. But like enough time passed, so we just have little friends having trouble. So then what I did is I went to Airbnb. I went to this is sounding very involved. The most expensive Bondi beach. Um, property. Yeah, you catfish the catfish. Pretty much, I took a photo. Are you I go, Mateo, oh. whatever that football player. Is. No, yeah, Mateo, yeah, I watched a documentary on him this the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, so I screenshot. I said, "Oh, I just bought this new investment property on Bondi Beach," and she's like, "Not bad." And I'm going, "It was freaking like it was the greatest, most you know, it was like probably like two thousand dollars a night or something, something ridiculous." And they said, you should fly out to Sydney. I'll show you around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I just, I just, I just went full in because she kept nagging about 
invest in gold, invest in gold, invest in gold. And then um, I said, what you said, why are you ignoring my gold? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then I said, I said, I don't, I don't take investment advice from people I don't know. And then she's like, I don't know you either. And then, you know, blocked. <laughs> so wow. I, got, I got them to block me. So what actually happened was James is heartbroken by this lovely young girl and he's trying to be be tough, Jamie. Be brave. Dude, I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> All it was was a, was a beautiful young woman from the Philippines trying to give you an amazing investment opportunity because she liked you. She listened to your podcast. She read your Amy book and she was Ooh. like, I, I just, I just, I just wanted it. I just want him to be successful, and then you just you just completely destroy well, your potential what she, relationship she, between fish. Tina. What she, from a fish. What that. she what she should have done is she, if she was serious about this gold investment, she would have told me about Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series. <laughs> I was going to say she sent you one last message and said, "My name is Rebecca." It's that girl from YouTube. Remember that was in love with you, Rubber Fish or whatever. <laughs> or Rubber Fish Media. Yeah, that's it. Uh, wasted opportunity, Danny. Wasted opportunity. Even, even, okay. even Somalian men, female scammers deserve. No, well, no, well, that, uh, Rubber Fish Media is India. Oh, oh yeah, but I mean, VPN friend with, friend with Ro- Rolly. VPN. I could be. I could show you that I'm fil- I'm filming live from bloody Afghanistan if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. VPN. Yep, yep, yep. Jamie, I, I honestly. It's an amazing story, but I do believe you missed a great opportunity for love. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's that's you know me. Happens. I'm very particular. There's there's this beautiful episode of Last Man Standing where Evie is um wants a boyfriend, and there's three of three um uh, three yes, potential yes. candidates, yep, and potential she candidates. and she gives them a written test. There's a multiple choice questions. <laughs> that's gonna be me. Now look, I think Jamie, if this ever happens again. And you get a lovely, lovely lady from wherever she may be sending you gold investing. Just, <laughs> just pull your pants down, flop it out, take a photo, send it to the DP, and um, that'll get uh, that'll show if she's real or she just wants gold. I, <laughs> I thought about doing that, uh, <laughs> but it's me, you know. I'm... Correct. And since those medical incidents, you're, you're, it hasn't grown since childhood. So I understand yeah. why you might have been. <laughs> that's the first incident the second incident is when i was hanging out in um i was actually taken over smuggled over to to russia in a very mm-hmm. unique time i had a sugar cube under my tongue yep um, makes sense complete sense so i could withstand the radiation but whew, there's one place i didn't put the uh mm. sugar cube that protects me from re- uh radiation and whew, life's hard okay. mate that's the one thing they missed in that whole entire Chernobyl documentary series. If they only had put a sugar cube under their tongue, they would have been completely fine and no radiation. Again, details missed in certain movies and document document series. Inside joke. <laughs> we are now in the final stretch, the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals match of the greatest comedy series of all time. Mm. Once again, the rules are straightforward. 32 series were picked based upon likability, cultural impact, ratings, iconic moments, and launching of careers, which apparently... And apparently Chris's first date. 
And also if I went on a date with a woman who became my wife. Yes, absolutely. Which he he owes it to a movie, not a sitcom. And I watched that movie again this week, and it is a piece of shit. (laughs) Anyway, joining us, the Joker. Um. I was going to say Harry from Resident Alien. I made a joke. (laughs) And I thought my jokes were bad. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. All right. Once again, we the vote is a majority vote between three of us. Each of you, I have used mine, has what I like to call the James Bryden. Oh, hey, now it's the Jamie Bryden because that's what you said the last two times. You know what? I'm going to change it up. No, well, the James, Jamie, Adrian, Bryden. You're going to use all my names. Yes. Okay. <laughs> then you better. I'm going to call it the Bryden Compensation Lawyers veto. <laughs> Hey, we also that. wait. We also make banjos, my friend. Yep. The I like what I like, and, and nothing's going to change that. If, if if you don't like it, it's fine. I know what I like. I like these six things and nothing else. Okay. What are the Vito. six things? What are the six things? I mean, if you're going to mock me, you, you need to. Uh, obviously, we know what the six things are. Hot chips. <laughs> mm. uh, um, schnitzel. Schnitzel. Yep. Uh, steak. Steak. Um, solo. Love Solo. Ninja Turtles. Ninja loves Ninja Turtles. Love Spider Man. And more. the final one is masturbating over Ronald Reagan. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. All done. Beautiful. There you go. Close. Close. But we were there, pretty much. <laughs> well, where was mashed potato? We talked about masturbating, didn't we? Mashed yeah. potato. Yeah, yeah. We talked about masturbating, didn't we? Yeah. Mashed potato. Yeah, we talked about masturbating. <laughs> we did talk about. So, masturbating. We yeah. talked about. We talked. We talked about uh, Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series, but we didn't talk about. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yes, there's a veto saying that you know overruling. All right, let us begin with the left side of the bracket. The number one seed against the, a plucky upstart. We have I Love Lucy, the inspirational series. The creator of this ensemble cast, the first mixed race couple on television, the first female lead se- on the series, up against Big Bang Theory, the Ooh. iconic series about nerds, written by Chuck Lorre. So good that he actually had to bring in a physicist to write the physicist lines because he obviously wasn't <laughs> a physicist. And a series that had multiple seasons, multiple iconic moments. I mean, when someone knocks on a door, who doesn't say, the line. Penny. 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 <laughs> All right. Let us begin the vote. Jamie Bryden, I let you vote first. Okay. Um, look, as much as I love, I love Lucy. I think I'm going to give it to Big Bang. Just because of, of it was one of those Chris Warner shows that he introduced me to it in season four. When Howard... Built gets, the robot. Get, gets his <laughs> schwangdungle caught in a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and it had it had me from from that. Maybe, maybe yep. I really do love Ronald Reagan. Um, <laughs> um yeah. So big bang. All right. Ryan. Yep, big bang all the way. I love Lucy, piece of shit. Oh. 
Ryan doesn't like interracial couples. He does not. No, I don't. He does not. Again, <laughs> look, each to their own. Ryan has an issue with that. That's fine. It's all That's right fine. if it's all right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that'll get the that'll get the downloads up. All right. Moving on, we have the show about nothing. Iconic Seinfeld. Who can't forget Kramer, Elaine, George Costanza, Vandalay, say Vandalay, say Vandalay. And an absolute classic series that doesn't work if they all have cell phones. But again, let's not let's not let's not bring up that that one point because again, it's iconic. Up against my god, Full House. Oh wow. Um, oh, what's to say about Bob Saget and his motley crew of a single father trying to raise a child? Let us begin. Ryan, I'm going to give you the first vote on this one, young man. Full House. Um, grew up on it. Uh, so much talent came out of it. Bob Saget, John Samos, the Olsen twins. Olsen twins, which gave us a little bit of Olsen eventually, so I will count that as... Rebecca, Rebecca, and, and, if, and, and for the non-gay members in the group, if you don't have John Stamos, you don't have Rebecca Remain Stamos for the, for the young men who mm-hmm. get erections over women. Um, but yeah, Full House all the way. I grew up on it. It was a staple every Saturday afternoon. Um, yeah, all the way. Jamie? As much as I'd like to agree with Ryan, I'm going to have to say Seinfeld. I'm going to have to say you're wrong. Well, you, you can say I'm wrong, but I I just, to me, Seinfeld was groundbreaking. It was different. I've never seen a show with that starts with stand-up, and I always loved stand-up. And it's him commenting on the on the, the things in the show. And uh, a special place in my heart. Well, the tiebreakers to me and... Chris Pitt's bewitched. <laughs> <laughs> It, yep, sorry, it has to go Seinfeld on that one. Um, you can't say more about a series than Seinfeld. It's whilst both shows don't really hold up that well when you rewatch them because of you know the age, but Seinfeld, yeah, to Jamie's point, Seinfeld that sort of birthed the rebirth of that mod of that comedians becoming actors kind of <laughs> kind of got kind of trope that maybe and you know maybe that's a bad thing against Seinfeld because you know the too many comedians comedians thought they could become actors but you know what I have to give it to Seinfeld it also gave birth to an incredibly racist man so yeah let's go it's time for <laughs> wow <laughs> wow man, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have done what you did last week, Chris Warner. <laughs> You've created a... I, I'm still dirty about that. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Moving along. Love and marriage. Love and Love marriage. And we have marriage. Married with Children. An absolute legendary series. Who doesn't love Al Bondi? <laughs> a man who hates his wife his family, and generally everything around him. We are going up against The Office, the series both British and American, who, the most I believe for you guys are voting for the American series about Dunder Mifflin and the paper company. But again, mm. Jim and Pam, great classic scenes, and Steve Carell at his absolute peak and his finest. Ryan, I'm throwing the vote to you, young man. 
Um, look, I, I, this is this is a very tough one because married with children gave us our Bundy. Um, or well, let's say it gave us um, it gave us also Katie Siegel who played mm. Peggy. Yep. Um, but I have to go with the show that has my future husband in there, um, John Krasinski. Uh, so I'm going with The Office. The Office, I think, launched more careers. Um, it, you know, it made it made for for a show that is just simply about an office supplies company to do as well as it did. Um, I think yes, it did suffer from the Scrubs curse. Like the last season was sure, yep, yep. not great. But I mean, you still got. I think it was eight or nine solid seasons. And Steve Carell, I mean, his career can be credited to that show. John Krodzinski, Ryan, Rain Wilson, um, so many people. And and I just think that mm. wins hands down over. Married with Children, you know, as much as it, it only really launched, it launched about th- three careers where I think The Office launched a lot more. And that's literally the only reason why I'm picking The Office over Married with Children. Oh, I gotta go with married with children. Of course you are. And the main again, I love modern family that much that the, the bleed over effect. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the bleed over <laughs> effect is is strong. Jamie, you have the tie breaking vote, sir. Well, it's funny you mentioned Rain Wilson, um, Ryan, because he's play he's actually in the weird Al Yankovic movie coming out. He's like his manager or something, and he's wearing a top hat. It looks really funny. So I'm, I'm look, I'm going with the office because it pushed boundaries. Yep, yep. It pushed yep. the boundaries. It made people uncomfortable. And oh yeah. I I love humor, even though it makes me uncomfortable sometimes. I go, should I be laughing at this? <laughs> you know? And I just yeah. And I'm even gonna do something to go one step further and do something that I never do. I actually rewatched. This week, the Ricky Gervais office, the two seasons, because it's only 12 episodes. And I will say for the first time that the, the American office absolutely craps all over the UK, which is very rare because normally I'm a fan of the UK, especially with Ricky Gervais, one of my favourite actors. But I, I didn't, I really didn't, the only person in that cast I liked was Ricky Gervais, whereas in the, the American version, it's pretty much everyone you know, even the background characters like Jose and and I can't remember all of them, but the the you know there's every every single person in that show is just you can relate to them and you can you know they have their moment over the, yeah. the nine or ten seasons. Yeah, fair enough. I think you're wrong, but again, I'm not. You know, fair enough. Every- oh, is it, it's a shame you don't have a veto there. You could use mm. my hmm. All good now. Let's move on. Everyone loves Raymond. Do they? Versus Mork and Mindy. <gasps> oh, don't do this to me. Everyone loves Raymond. Ray Romano, the, the, the living across the road from his family. Robert, the, the tall and sad man, bringing joy for his tremendous sadness <laughs> to every <laughs> single person. A, a, a series that I've never actually seen my dad cry so much in once like with tears of ha- like in really? hysterics and i've seen him watching that show there was one scene where like i can't remember, I can't remember why he, i think this is a married man like they thought that they, they, all the men were thinking the wives were going to yell them but they didn't and then like you know he was just he, he had lost his mind and just laughing just not like hysterically at it like what tears literally flowing from his face you know never seen that in my life <laughs> to a man would normally just would not at a show like going 
good show. That's it. So, so <laughs> it, it, it was basically um, you're watching Bert Wonderstone when he does the magic trick by himself. That in level. that cinema, I think I almost fell on the floor. I fell on the floor. Yeah. I was literally yeah. gone. Yep. Was, so it was that, but for it, your was, dad. it was that kind of moment. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Going up against Mork and Minty, which is the birth of Robert Williams into the fucking into the into the universe. All right, gentlemen. I'm gonna go first. I gotta give it to Mork and Mindy. Uh, it's a, I feel dirty but doing it, but goddamn Nanu Nanu. I just gotta feel Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu. That first season was just so iconic and I just bought the box set. Yeah, uh, I have to. Sorry. Uh I'm sorry. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, look, Mork and Mindy hands down. Any show that gave us Robin Williams yep. is gonna win. Regardless of even if he was only in two or three episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the you know eight or nine seasons of Everyone Loves Raymond, um, yeah, more for Mindy, hands down. Gave us Robin Williams. Yes, Robin Williams, absolutely fantastic. Jamie, your vote is relevant. Good morning, Mark and Mindy. Hands down. Semi-finals on the left side now. Big Bang Theory versus Seinfeld. Oh. <laughs> Remember, you both have vetoes up your sleeve. Now, uh, I will vote first on this one. I got to go with Big Bang Theory. And the reason why I'm going with this one is actually a really straightforward reason. I remember buying my new house. Um, and there was no furniture. And my wife hadn't moved in yet. Because she was um, staying, staying back with her parents. Before, this is just before a wedding. And the house was so empty because there was no furniture. I didn't even have a bed. I just had basically my laptop and like a, like a, like a bag to sleep. And it's, I've never been in a house that empty. And it was just like, I, I was like, going, oh man, this is weird. I put on Bing Bang Theories and watched six seasons straight and felt, <laughs> and felt you know, and, and, you know, got through that night. And to me, that show always has a very special place uh, in my emotions. But yes, Big Bang Theory for me. Ryan, what say you, sir? So you would say that show means quite a lot to you. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, it's a, oh, a special place in your heart, I believe. It does. It was. <clears throat> Why don't you ask Jamie to go first? Uh, Jamie. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does. Uh, <laughs> nah, uh, uh, I think Big Bang. I'm going to say Big Bang. Okay. Well, Ryan. Yeah, Big Bang, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make Jamie use his veto so you could win. But yeah, oh. yeah, no, Big Bang Theory for sure. Again, it was the first time I feel like our people were represented in a TV show. Yep. Um, you know, every time they went into Stu's comic book shop, I would literally sit there and go, oh, because it was owned by Warner Brothers, so it was all DC for all some DC. reason. One of the, yep. those rare comic book shops that only stopped Vertigo and DC. Exactly. But yep. I could see the comics in the files that I had been reading that week. Mm. And to me, I was like, yeah, for sure. The Office versus Mork and Mindy. Let's hear it. Oh. <laughs> I'll vote first. Mork and Mindy for me. Um, yep. Sorry. I, I, look, I, I like The Office. I respect The Office, but that's that's where I, that's where I have to vote on this one. Thanks for watching, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Ryan? I'm going The Office. I hate to say it, like. It just we just got to, it just means too much. We got too many great stars from it. Um, I'm I'm picking uh, as much as I love Robin Williams. 
again, it's one of those ones that's come down to if the office only gave us two or three stars, then I'd probably be going more for Mindy. But oh, the amount okay. of amount of careers that the office has launched, I have to go to the office. Yeah. And that's the only reason. That's the only the only reason I can give. Yeah. It's 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 tough. It is really tough. Um, because Robin Williams was my childhood. Yeah, me like, too. Yeah. And if we were talking about Aladdin versus, <laughs> oh yeah, we might be talking about a different story altogether. But yeah, you shouldn't have said that because that made me choose Mork and Mindy. I'm sorry, no. man. No. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's it's, fine. It's, that's a loss I'll take. All right. If, if, it, if it was anything, I, else. I care more about. Burning Chris down <laughs> that I do. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. We are now in the final of the side of the bracket. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the Big Bang Theory versus Mork and Mindy. Ryan, you may vote first. <laughs> Big Bang Theory for all reasons previously stated. Jamie. I've frozen. No, you're not. Mark and Mindy. Mark and Mindy. Chris has always wanted to have this much power in his hands. Look, <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I have to vote. This is a tough one. Big Bang Theory. <gasps> we have a winner from the left side. Big Bang Theory will go on to face the winner from the right side. No, I won't, Peter. <laughs> you can if you want. No, trust waste, me. No. But you can. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the, the right side finals. Modern Family bringing us the joy of the Dunphys, all of their family. Cam and Mitch up against Spin City, who gave us Michael J. Fox, who gave us. Jamie's one of Jamie's favorite shows and also gave us Charlie Sheen's career. Ryan, what say you on this episode? Uh, Modern struggle? Family. My, one Modern of my family. top three shows, favorite shows of all time has to be Modern Family. It gave, is, is that really a, a big thing to say? It gave us Charlie Sheen's career. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, Charlie Sheen, once he did Hot Shots, which is my fa- one of my favorite Charlie Sheen movies, everything he, he did from there was. Just a drug-induced coma. <laughs> Fair point. But yeah, um, 100% Modern Family will always win. Unless you ask me, then it's Spin City. I just, I got a side, I got a side with, with I got the respect for, I got respect for Spin City. I started watching some of this and it's a good show, but it's not oh, Modern Family. It's a great show, but, um, and I think Ryan knows exactly what I'm going to vote for on this one. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good show, but it's not Modern Family. I'm sorry. Modern Family, to me, is one of the greatest comedy series, apart from Last Man Standing, that we've had recently. Um, and another show that we've got 11 seasons with the same cast. And it's 11 quality seasons. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a season that you go, oh, you can skip. No, it's 11 yeah. quality series with interlocking stories. Mm-hmm between each season character growth between each season again fantastic show that has to be overcome by spin city spin city sorry next we have cheers obviously we all know where do you want to go with everyone knows your name versus again a show that probably took a lot from cheers 
How I Met Your Mother. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jamie, the vote is on you. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. You've broken up again, guys. I can't. <laughs> I'm going into a tunnel. Um, you know what? You know what? I'm going to say How I Met Your Mother. Ryan? Yeah, How I Met Your Mother. Easily, as I said, one of the few shows that's made me cry. So that's eliciting emotion from me. So, yes. And as, is, as you know, being a serial killer, it's hard <laughs> to elicit true emotion. You know, I know how to fake it, but to get true emotion from me, how about your mother? Next, one of the favorite parts of the bracket, Scrubs, the series of JD and Dr. Cox versus Parks and Rec, the Ron oh. Swanson oh experience. This is, this is. Uh... You know, I read, I, read a, I read a story about a fan who, I was reading about uh, fan interactions and, and a, um, a young boy who was a fan of Parks and Rec and Ron Swanson saw him in the street had walked up to him and said, um, Mr. Mr. whatever his real name is, he said, I, I love Ron Swanson. He is my idol. Can I please take a photo? And the actor stood there and you could see him change into Ron Swanson mode and he goes, no, I don't want to, and walked off. <laughs> Classic Nick Offerman. Yeah, Nick Offerman, that's right. Yeah. Outstanding. All right, gentlemen. I would like to go last in this instance. Oh, no. Okay, I will go first, and as, as much as I love Scrubs, and I do love Scrubs... Then vote for it. Parks and Rec, for me. Ron Swanson. As much as I love Parks and Rec and Chris Pratt, I do feel there was more lackluster episodes in Parks and Rec than Scrubs. Is it true? Is Jamie voting against one of the legendary Chris's in Hollywood? Yes. Yes, 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 I am. Is. <sighs> because this is Scrubs, man. Right. Scrubs. Scrubs is the show that knows how to do guest appearances properly. Well, well. Ryan. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, he's doing the chair spin. Well, well, well. Have well, I noticed? Well, well. Have I mentioned today, Ryan, how how lovely your glasses look? Oh, thank you, sir. Look, as much as I love Scrubs... Oh, no. I'm going to vote for Scrubs. Oh, yeah! And that's not... not that's Honestly, that's not a dig at Chris because Park Direct is great, but I... Brendan Fraser. I'm sorry. Yep, yep. That's literally the only... Re- like, Scrubs is a fantastic show. Parks and Rex is a fantastic show, but the Brendan Fraser storyline and the Dr. Cox losing three in the night. All right. One of the second show out of the three shows that have ever made me cry. And the greatest TV show musical in a TV series. Nah, I still think Once More Time with Feeling from Buffy did it better. But again, that's again, personal yeah. preference. Yeah, I wouldn't say best musical, but no, it's, it's stellar yeah. cast. It was very um, good. Amazing. Yeah, Scrubs all the way. Yep. All right. So we've now on to the toughest part of the bracket. Frasier versus Bewitched. Oh, that's easy. Fraser. <laughs> Ryan, what do you vote for? <laughs> what are you fucking beating? <laughs> Frasier. Ryan, right. likes, Ryan likes those tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Of course he does. And for the semi finals, we have Modern Family versus How I Met Your Mother. How does the vote go, sir? 
Well, I'm saving my veto for something else, but I'm going to say How I Met Your Mother, even though I know that you guys are going to be over Melbourne family. Mm. Oh. This is literally the, 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 the hardest choice I've ever had to make. See, I know what you're both saving your vetoes for, but you're going to basically over veto each other. <laughs> Which means then, <laughs> oh, it's, it's Chris's a, power again. Chris is, yeah, then the vote eye. comes back to me because you both tried to veto the same item. Or we could outsource it. We'll, we'll let Rebecca Castles decide. Rebecca Castles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let us go. My vote is obviously for Modern Family over How Much Your Mother. That's mm. a, that to me. That's a no-brainer. I'm sorry, the ending just left a too bad a sour taste in my mouth in Modern Family. And whilst I respected the show and I love that show, when you have that kind, when you don't stick the landing, that does matter. And God damn it, Modern Family stuck that landing beautifully. So Modern Family for me is the vote. Yeah, same for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. How I Met Your Mother, again, like it's, it's literally like picking, it's like a, 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 a 0.00% in it. So Modern Family. Sorry. <laughs> Scrubs. Yes. Versus Frasier. Oh. Uh, uh, Jamie, I'll give you the first vote. Well, it's Scrubs. Frasier didn't make me cry. Okay. Didn't hit me in the feels. Mm-hmm. Although, Kelsey Grammer is fantastic. Ryan? Frasier. Oh, well, well, well. Well, have, well. I have I mentioned I like your t-shirt? What have we here? <laughs> As much is, we're well overdue for me taking you out for a one kilo steak. <laughs> Where's the bribery on my side? I mentioned your glasses. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I don't even like these glasses. You've already voted, mate. On one hand, Dr. Cox is iconic. But Fraser Crane is Chelsea Grammer, which, and that is, is also equally, oh God. Let's face the facts about me and you. I love unspecified. Though I'm proud to call you Korean bear. The crowd will always stop and stare. I feel the same way. You do. That's why I keep it inside. But this bear can't bear the world's disdain. <laughs> and sometimes it's just easier to hide than it's playing on. Gala. Love it compromise. The fear. Sorry. Yeah, I could go on. But... Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> I have to go with Scrubs for the win. And now we come to the final. <laughs> Modern Family versus Scrubs. Get (laughs) Remember, you both have vetoes. You could kind of destroy each other with. (laughs) Ryan, (laughs) we know the modern family. Modern family will be friends forever. (laughs) I'm sorry, I have to go with Modern Family. Veto that bitch. It came out. The veto (laughs) came out. And I have no regrets. Now I'm locking my doors tonight. (laughs) You you, you will. Now, 
to use the veto successfully, I need to hear a, a, a Jamie Bryan line. is the greatest show ever made, and Modern Family is, while it's a very good show and it lasted longer than Scrubs, it just, it's just not Scrubs. Thank you. While I respect you as my friends, <laughs> I much more respect Dr. Cox, Ted the lawyer, JD, Turk, Carla. I mean... And now we've come to this. The end of the glorious war. A battle raged between series. An upset Ryan based upon some decisions made about bewitched over his fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And Scrubs over Modern Family. And Scrubs over Modern Family. We have... Scrubs versus the Big Bang Theory. But just before we vote, you can just call me Danny DeVito because I veto Scrubs, which means Big Bang Theory wins. And there we have the end result. And that's what you call um, betrayal and not thinking about... That's what you call a master plan. I, I wanted you to use your veto. I was going to pick Scrubs, but I wanted you to use your veto. Well done. No, but, no, but you, you voted Modern Family. I did because I wanted you to use your veto so that I would be the only one in the final left with a veto, which means I get to pick who wins. Listen, Jamie, that's why he's five times serial killer of the year. Because of, again, now when I look back at this bracket, this has been meticulously planned by someone who does have a lot of time with red string maps and, you know, and, you know, buying a lot of, Canvas so he can cover an entire room to make sure that when he kills someone, he can dispose of all the evidence. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Yeah. Come, come here for a second. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let I like Scrubs more than Big Bang Theory. Oh! Hey, 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 Ryan, listen carefully. Who edits the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to post it out on the Stories True and the Fictional Account right now. It's like a. Um, an election, you know? <laughs> what? We're going to say, all right, we've stopped the count. We found additional, we have found additional votes. We have found additional vetoes. And, no, no. <laughs> but as, as, this, as, as with an election, this bracket, this winner means nothing. Well, because just the one- person with all the power got to pick the winner. Well, exactly. just, just like the two... Just like the 2000 FIFA World Cup, one of those early 2000 ones, where we made it in and we held our own against Italy until Italy went, hey, look, it's a swimming pool made of grass. I know that we gave our best. And if not for vetoes. To quote quote the great Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, (laughs) you're last. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little Jamie. jaunt of us. Jamie. Jamie. We've finally <laughs> crowned a winner. Big Bang Theory over Scrubs. And whilst Jamie loves Scrubs to his heart, can he admit truly, truly, that Scrubs Med School didn't cause some level of bad feelings towards the series no because i don't watch it and it's called scrubs 
med school. So spin off. But it wasn't. All you need to do, much like Supernatural, all you need to do is watch the final episode. The Book of Love. And it ends beautifully and that's all you need to know. Well, according to our very thorough and scientific method, (laughs) no, Big Bang Theory is the greatest of all time. So saith myself, the science. The science has spoken... Big Bang Theory is greater than Scrubs. You did realize you, much like Community, have created the evil timeline. (laughs) (laughs) I am fashioning a fabric mustache (laughs) as we speak. I have all the Nerf weapons I need. Bring it. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed our little jaunt through the comedy series Whilst many would disagree with our particular votes, particularly around, say, <laughs> Bewitched over Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, some other decisions that were made that could some might argue were odd. Running through these series, I believe it was a good trip down memory lane. And it enabled, it, because of 32 series, we actually held off for a few weeks while we actually had to go back and watch a whole bunch of episodes, clips to make sure that we were refreshed. And mm-hmm. it was surprising how often you see themes pop up in one show, then you'd switch to the next and see the same theme pop yeah. in because art imitates each other. They try to, they enhance upon it, they build upon it, they see an idea, they build upon the framework. And as they've kept building, upon this framework they've come to the pinnacle of the mountain which is the big bang theory (laughs) now before we go i'd like to have one final message from our sponsor why does it grow Master Patrizis, Batman hurts us. I'm looking for the book sign. I can't find a good book to read. There, there, Smeagol. Have you got your Kindle with you? What's a Kindle, precious? What's a Kindle? Don, don, a Kindle seems with all the books that you could possibly read, precious. Any book in particular? You should read Rising Dawn by Rebecca Castle. Yes, yes, Smeagol, Smeagol, go now. Smeagol, go to Amazon and find the Rising Dawn series. Yes, Smeagol, Smeagol is free. And with that, I bid you adieu.